This may be, I don't know. It was, at least for me, one of the most powerful messages that I think the Lord's laid on my heart sometime. I don't mean that it's anything of me. And you just pray that I would give it as God give it to me. Give it to you as you need it. Amen. Uh, Matthew chapter 1 beginning in the 20th verse. It says, But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God interpreted is God with us. Now, in the scripture in Matthew, uh, there it tells us that he had two names. Had two names. And the first name being Jesus. Now Jesus being translated means Savior. It says, For he shall save his people from their sins. And I want you to know as, as, a, as a Christian, that's what we key in on first, right? We need to save him. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you. Uh, I got saved because I didn't want to go to hell. Yeah. I, I'm just telling you. I didn't want to go to hell. Uh, and, and I can tell you, I didn't know enough. I was raised in church. Uh, I had been there uh, my whole life, it seems like. I believe uh, I was born on June 20th, 1979. And December of 1979, a Christmas play was happening. And I was baby Jesus. I played the part. I was real life. Amen. They didn't just have a doll line in that manger. It was me. Amen. For my whole life, I've been in church, but I didn't know what I needed to know except I wanted a Savior. I didn't want to die and go to a place called hell. Man. But that's not the only name that he was given. Now, I want you to think about this. That's not the only name he was given. It says uh, his name shall be Jesus. That's who he is. That's what he is. He's a Savior. And that's what he wants to do for you and for me. But it says that he shall be called. They shall call him. Now, now we have nicknames in this lifetime, right? We call people things sometimes because of who they are, what they look like, right? You might give them a funny name that goes along with maybe something they like, right? Uh, we've had all kinds of nicknames probably that we've known throughout life, right? Because of usually some characteristic that the person has. Y'all know what I'm talking about? The angel said to Joseph, he said, but he's got another name as well. And that is Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now hear, hear, hear me this morning. I'm going to do my best to try to give you what God gave me. And you go ahead and turn to the book of Exodus chapter 33 if you want to. I want to do my best to give you what God gave me. But there is a relationship that God desires with us. Mm -hmm. That 
that if we're not careful, all we'll key in on is the salvation. Come on, man. And we'll miss the relationship. Now, I'm telling you right now, y'all saying exactly exactly how I felt as the Lord brought this scripture to my mind. You're probably thinking, oh, preacher, preacher, we know we need a relationship with Jesus, but I'm going to take you a little further than maybe you've been before. Look at Exodus in the 33rd chapter. Begin there in the first verse. And it says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart and go up hence thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt unto the land which I swear unto Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob, saying unto thy seed will I give it. He says, I, I'm ready for you to go. I've got a promised land for you to be in. I promised it to you, and there it is. Uh, that, that to me seems a little bit like that salvation. Uh, he's promised it, and there it is. He says in verse 2, And I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanite, and the Amorite, the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Verse 3 says, Unto a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of thee. Now hear me. For thou art a stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. Now I want you to hear something this morning. Some of us are satisfied with the things that God will grant us. And we'll take that even if He's not there. Amen. That's right. Now, now I, I, I hope you get what God gives me out of this. I, I really do because, because it, it, is, it is powerful. I can tell you that there's many people today who are satisfied with the things that just make them feel comfortable. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I look across the, the, the house today. Pretty full house. This side, y'all was scared at the beginning, but y'all worked it out, okay? And you got here, and we ain't quite so full. Got a couple benches here. I'd like to send a couple people on. We might get satisfied, hear me now, if God says, I'll send you a couple more people. And you can go through the motions, but I won't be there. We, some of us have accepted that we're willing to be satisfied with things, whether or not God goes or not. Can I tell you that if God had said that to the Israelites, He said it to Moses, but if He'd said it to all of them, how many of them would have said, that sounds like a good deal, let's go. Mm -hmm. Some of us have decided it's okay, okay to just go ahead even if God's not there. He says, I'm not going with you. Because if I go with you right now, I'd destroy you. Now some of you say, Preacher, I'm not sure where you're going with this. Jesus come so that we might have salvation and so, hear me, that He might be with us. Right, man. Can I tell you, we, we, some of us come today and as long as the singer sung a pretty good song, we sung a couple of Christmas songs, maybe the preacher preached a good message and we go home and we'd be happy whether or not God showed up with us or not. That's right. We can keep going through the motions of church. So hear me now. We can keep going through the motions of church and be satisfied even if God's not there. That's right. Yeah. Or we can say what Moses says. Look down in verse uh, chapter tw uh, same chapter 33, verse 12. <coughs> and Moses said unto the Lord, See thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, uh, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet 
Thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. I want you to hear this is what Moses is saying. Lord, I hear what you're telling me, but I got some problems with it. You're telling me to go, and I will go. And you're telling me uh, that you know us. But Lord, Lord, there's more to it. Listen, keep reading there. And it says in verse 13, Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way. Well, that's a good one right there. That preached for just a minute. We ought to seek his way. That I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider this, that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. Verse 15, listen to this. And Moses says, And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. Mm. Listen, church, we need to decide that we want God. Yeah. Now, no, listen to me. I'm not talking about salvation. I'm talking about a relationship. We need to decide that we want God in what we're doing. We need to decide that it's God or we're not going. We need to decide in my house it's going to be God with me. God, or I don't want to be there. And we need to say that I want to come and praise Him and sing praises not because I sound good, but because I want God there. Listen, we do too many things because we got this routine and we got these things going on. Now listen to me. Here's, here's the thing. Moses said it. Here's the thing. Moses said it. Moses said, I won't go unless you're there, God. How many of us would let somebody else do it? Here's the real message. I'm just, I'm just leading you up here. Look, look, look now. In Exodus, stay there in Exodus, but go to chapter 20. Go to chapter 20. <coughs> look at verse 18. I, I got a lot of scripture today. Just, just bear with me. But we got to get there. I got to get there so I can get this off of me. And all the people saw the thunderings, verse 18, chapter 20. And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. Hang on to that one right there. And the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us. And we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. Now listen to me this morning. God desires a relationship with us. But I'm going to tell you, most Christians are satisfied as long as there's a Moses. Come on now. Come on now. Listen, listen, you get it, you'll get it just a minute. I pray the Spirit just sweep by your way. And He get a hold of you like He got a hold of me. Uh, can I tell you, it's good to have a man of God who stands behind this and preach the Word of God. That's a good thing. And you better hope, uh, you better pray that He's been on the mountaintop a few times. That He's gotten uh, something from the Lord. Uh, that would permeate out of Him. You better hope uh, that He spent some time with God. That He wasn't afraid to get up on the mountaintop and to get down on His knees and say, God, God, I ain't going anywhere unless you're right there with me. You better hope that's what's happening. Amen. But can I tell you something? That's no excuse for you. Amen. Too many people are today in a church house hoping that their pastor, that the man of God, maybe some singer, maybe some Sunday school teacher, maybe somebody to get the glory in them and testify a little bit. And they're hoping that they'll come down from that on mountaintop and that they'll have a shine, a glow on them like Moses did. Listen to me. And they're hoping that they might shine on them and they'll get through 
the mountaintop? Because you can go there. That's right. Amen. See, there's a difference in what they got and what we got today. Too many of us are letting somebody else go to the mountain. We're letting some Moses do it in our life. And when God is just saying, I just wish you'd come up here with me. They looked up and saw the mountain smoking. They said, well, we ain't going up there. Oh, we don't want no part of that. Oh, that's too scary for us, Moses. You take care of it for us and we'll live off your blessings. Ooh. Ooh, that's what we're doing. Listen, that's what we're doing. Let me tell you something, church. What happens if this week every one of us had went and spent a little time on the mountaintop and all got, all got the glory of God shining on us a little bit? Hey, Amen. What kind of light would a church look like if everybody come in with the glory of God shining through them? Oh, what would it look like instead of depending on somebody else to bring it to them? Yeah. We need to get on the mountain. That's right. But we spend too much time afraid. Too much time in our own things. Too much time worried about our own desires. And God says, I wish you'd just come up here with me. I wish you'd just come up here with me. Oh, I didn't die on the cross just so that you might be saved. He did not die on the cross just so you could be saved. Amen. If He needed to fill up the the aisles of heaven. If he needed, oh, hear me right now. If he needed to fill up all the mansions in heaven, he could have done it with the spoke of uh, his word. He could have done it. He could have filled it up with a bunch of angels. He didn't need you just to save you. But he created you that he might have a relationship with you. He said, we'll call him Emmanuel because God's going to come and live right in the middle of you. Hey man, how many of us are doing too many things? We're satisfied and going ahead without Him. He provided all the provision. He's blessed us. Listen, He's blessed our country to the point we don't know what gift to buy anybody. Right. You know why you don't know what gift to buy anybody? Because they don't need nothing. Come on. Yeah, man. Right. Right. Amen. 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 If I need it, then I don't buy it. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. What does it say? God said, I'll give you the promised land. But I can't come in there amongst you because if I do, I'd consume you all. Why? Because you're a stiff-necked people. Because you've turned to the things of, the, of your own selves rather than trusting in me. Yeah. Moses is up on the mountain in one period in this uh, book. And he's up there talking to God. Stays up for a little while. And they said, we don't know where he's at. Let's make us another God. Amen. That's what we've done. We've said we're satisfied with whatever. But God's not in it. That's right. He said, I come that you might be saved and that you might have a relationship with me. I come that you might have life. Listen, and have it more abundantly. How do you have a more abundant life? Well, I'll tell you things, ain't it? You fill your life with things. You ain't going to be any happier than you are now. But you fill your life with Him and you'll have something. Because He's greater than anything else this world has to offer. Amen. Let God come in. Get a little bit of that glow on you. Uh, let, let the mountain start shining uh, when you want it. Amen. Amen. I'll tell you, Matthew chapter 7, you don't have to turn there. You know the Scripture. Jesus says, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall what? Shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Y'all know the scripture, right? I ain't preaching you nothing new, right? We all know that. Listen to this. He says, But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. 
Oh, what is that? Well, the only way that I know that you can know what His will is is if you spent some time talking to Him. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The only way I know that you can know what the will of the Father is if you took His precious living word and said, speak into my life. Get on those hands and knees and cry out to God and say, I need a word from you. Yes. I know what Mason's talking about when he talks about studying. I know what he's talking about oh, when, when he talks about how he doesn't know what's going to come out of his mouth. I know what Brother Jeremy feels like when he says, I can't shut up. I can tell you why I know because I've been with the Lord. Amen. Amen. I've been on the mountain. Amen. I wasn't waiting on Brother Jeremy to bring it to me. I wasn't waiting on Brother Mason to bring it to me. But I said, Lord, I'm not going anywhere unless you're there. So I'm going to get right here with you until you can walk with me. And then we'll go where you want us to go. We need to get decided that we're going to be with Jesus. Amen. 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 Right. But we stay busy. In the things of this world, that scripture, Matthew 7, goes on and says, Many, oh listen, what a heavy word this morning. Many, are you hearing me this morning? Many means, there's a whole bunch of people going to say this right here. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Oh, can I tell you this morning right now, standing behind pulpits all across this land, are people prophesied in the name of Jesus Talking about him and he ain't there. That's right. Amen. That's right, brother. Amen. I know most of y'all probably have a Facebook account. You know how many fake Facebook accounts are out there? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Somebody just creates one, acts like somebody, acting like a celebrity or somebody important, right? Acting like this one or that one, you know, pretending to be them. Amen. Now they're not really them, right? right. They're, they're not really them, but they're pretending to be them. They're, they're pretending uh, that, 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 that that's who they are. And there's so many of those things out there. And, and Facebook's just an example of it. Uh, but all across now, you can just pretty much act like whoever you want to. You can create your own identity. But that don't mean that that's who you are. I'm telling you right now, we got a whole lot. We got a whole lot of people that are saying we're Christians, but God ain't residing with them. That's right. Amen. That's right. It's like having a fake account. That's right. Listen, he says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. Now listen. And then I will profess unto them. That Jesus said, I'm going to say this to some people. Mm. To many people. What does He say? I never knew. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Mm-hmm. I never had a relationship <laughs> with you. You never come up on the mountaintop to where I was at. You never humbled yourself on your hands and knees and, and spent time with me. I never knew you. Are you relying on somebody else? Turn to Exodus chapter 19. Last scripture I'm going to read to you. 
It says in the first verse, and in the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth, listen where they were going forth from. Out of the land of Egypt. So they had been in bondage, they'd been slaves. The same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. So their lives had went from bondage to wilderness. For they were departed from Rephidim. And now we're come to the desert of Sinai. Now, I just want you to know when I read that, I think, boy, they've had a tough road. They've been in bondage, in the wilderness, and now there's a desert in front of them. And it says, they had pitched in the wilderness, and their Israel camped before the mount. And Moses went up unto God. And the Lord called unto him out of the mountain, saying, Now, I want you to hear this. You have a choice in this life. Now, I'm going to tell you, you don't choose whether or not you're going to have problems with bondage. I say you don't have any power in it. You don't have any choice whether or not you're going to be affected by it. The Bible teaches us that we're born and the flesh is prone to sin. Now, what I'm telling you this morning is, is you can live out of that and you can be delivered from it. But you're going to have problems with it. You're going to have some decisions to make. In order to get to the place that uh, we learned about Sunday school where you can uh, flush it out of your system, that's going to be a point there that you've got to get to first. Now, you've, got, you've, got a, you've got a condition that you're going to deal with, and that condition is called sin. Amen. Amen. And it, it's a real condition. You're not going to have a choice whether or not you live in the wilderness. Because the Bible doesn't say that we are strangers here and this is not our home. I can tell you right now, I live in a pretty wild place. If you turn on the news for a few minutes, you might recognize that you're in the wilderness. I can also tell you, you're going to go through some dry places and dry times. There are going to be some deserts in your life. But here's the thing. you got a, you got a choice to make. You got a choice just like Moses had. You know what Moses did? He didn't say, oh me, oh my. Here we are in another wilderness and I just took them out of this, out of this and led them into this and now there's a desert in front of us. And, oh, all these It says that he went up the mountain and the Lord spoke to him there. I want to know no, don't tell me. Because you and the Lord already know. I'm just going to ask. How many of you been to the mountain this week? Or did you come here thinking maybe that would help? How many of you went through some tough trial? Mm-hmm. Some bad news? Sister testified this morning, don't mean to embarrass her, but she testified that she got some bad news. And she said, if it wasn't for my husband praying with me. You know what I thought? Sitting on that bench there, I thought, somebody went to the mountain. Mm-hmm. Somebody went to the mountain and said, I need some help. Mm-hmm. I don't need to wait. Maybe the preacher solved my problems. Because I've got a God who says, Come unto me, all ye who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. How many of you have been to the mountain this week? Or was you waiting on Moses to do it for you? 
One year, did a Bible school several years ago, and it was a thematic thing, so it was all based on <coughs> stories around Moses. And I played Moses. I dressed in character. And as these young Bible school age children <coughs> come through, we would do the lesson each day. And I was Moses. We did all kinds of things. I, we had a road that went around the cemetery. And I strung up giant tarps and made a wall of water. Had people on the other side. I'm just, had people on the other side with squirt guns and they'd shoot water across it. So that when we parted the waters and walked through, they could feel the mist coming across. I mean, that's what we did. As a young little girl, to this day, when she sees me, she says, there's Moses. That's my name to her. That's what she thinks. There's Moses. Some of you have put some people in your lives and you've named them Moses. Mm. Maybe not by name. Mm. But you're counting them. Mm. You're counting on their glory. You're counting on the fact that they come and they get close to God and maybe they'll uh, just help me. Now that's, listen, there's some good in that. I'm thankful that there's some people in my life that I know I can depend on and that I can trust. I'm thankful that i got people who are good influences in my life. But can I tell you, that's not what I'm counting on. That's not what I'm counting on. Because I'm telling you right now, if you're counting on a person, they're they liable to let you down. Now they're liable to fall apart. But can I tell you, if you'll get close to God, then when the times get tough, you know how to get to the mountain. Amen. Amen. How in the world can he say, depart from me, I never knew you when you spend so much time with him on the mountain? Mm -hmm. Y'all remember what we read there about Moses? He said to him, he said, I'm going to let y'all go in. I'm going to send an angel in and he's going to wipe the people out before you get there. Mm -hmm. And Moses said, didn't you say you knew our names? Did y'all see that? Did y'all see that? In the Scripture, he said, didn't you tell me, God, that you knew who we were? You know what it was? Moses was saying, Lord, I'm, I'm counting on the relationship with you. Right. And I'd rather stay here with you than to go there without you. Have you decided, church, to just be where God's at and know that you're with Him? Are you trying to walk just where it looks good? How many of you been on the mountaintop? Oh, I've been there before, preacher. <coughs> Why didn't you stay? Why didn't you stay there? Oh, well, I got busy. And life got me and it just carried me away. Can I tell you, you can go back to the mountain. Church, I'm telling you, you set some people on fire. I'm going to just I'll set you on fire. Go to the mountain. Let <coughs> me tell you. Go. I'm going to step on toes. Here we go. I'm going to do it both feet. Let me tell you something. The reason why you don't have testimony because you didn't go to the mountain. Amen. Amen. The reason why you didn't lift your hand and just praise. When they're singing a song and they're singing it terribly and the piano player feels like she's hit all the wrong notes and you're sitting there just saying, oh my gosh, why would we even sing this song? But instead, you ought to be lifting your hands on the and just saying, oh, thank you, Lord. How I 
adore you. And the reason why you're not there, and the reason why you're not in that state, and the reason why you can't praise Him is because you didn't go to the mountain. Amen. I'm telling you, that song, Joy of the World, I was thinking, oh, come, let us adore Him. That's all I can think, church. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Why? Because I got to the mountain. Long before I ever come here. Yeah. I spent some time with Him. I spent some time with Him. When's the last time you felt that way? Oh, God. Bless you, Lord. you are more than I deserve. And you fill me up and my cup just keeps running over. When's the last time that you felt that way with God? When's the last time that you felt like, I, I must feel different, I must look different, I must act different. Why? Because something's got a hold of me. Yeah. When's yeah. the last time that you've been to the mountaintop? Or are you depending on a Moses? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I will tell you, Y'all depend on me all you want, and I'll do my best not to let you down. But I'm not counting on you to get my blessing. Amen. I'm not. Right. I'm going to have it with him in a quiet place, in my time with him. Come on now. Driving down the road, and it's just me and the truck, and tears are falling down, and he's blessing my soul. And I can't do nothing but say, Lord, wherever you're at, that's where I want to be. Yeah. When's the last time you've been to the mountain? Yeah. I want you to know this morning, you have an invitation. That's right. And it don't come from the pastor. We say, oh, you can come pray. You can come pray. Jeremy said a joke. He said, we don't even have an altar. You just want to come pray on the floor. I think the floor is a great place to pray. I've been there many times. Amen. Amen. The invitation's not from the pastor. It's not from the people that will play the music. The invitation to come to the mountain is from God above who sent His Son and said, You shall call Him Emmanuel. Because He's coming to live with you. Amen. If you want that this morning, you can have it. If you want to say, God, that looks pretty over there. And I know you got a lot of blessings, but I don't want to be there unless you're there with me. If you want that this morning, you can have it. Church, we can have it every Sunday. You can have it every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'm telling you, you don't have to wait to get here to have a good time with the Lord. Amen. I'm not telling you it's going to be perfect, pretty, and everything's always going to be easy, but you'll be with Him. That's right. He'll take care of the rest. Stand with us. Y'all come get a verse of song. You need to come pray. You come pray. You don't want to come here and pray. You bow down where you at. I can tell you this. If he's calling you to the mountain, you need to be there. Yeah. Amen. You need to be there. Amen. Some of you, it's been a long time. It's been a long, long time.